0: Okay, hello there folks out there in Facebook world. Welcome to the latest Billy Watson TV show. Today, welcome to the show, Gareth. How are you doing today, mate?
1: I'm good, thanks, mate. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm trying to make out what's on your
0: jumper. It looks like Dr. Zeus stuff from where I am. Is that what it is? I I have no idea. I don't actually look at these things. I just buy them and then stick them on. One time I bought a shirt and I had all these faces on it and then I didn't know and I looked in the mirror and just got a fright because I was like, what the fuck, I saw these faces on my thing. That's great. But this year... No, I like that. This is another yeah. one we were just talking about before. I've got a, the jacket picture there. I picked it up in just a wee side street in Turkey and this is, again, something, something different, you know? it just, it's not your checkered shirt and your top yeah. man that everyone seems to buy the uniforms. Yeah, I love you know?
1: it. I, I, I used to do buy that sort of stuff from Brighton when the lanes, when they were, you know, I mean, half of them are missing now. But they were great. You'd go and, to be fair. You'd spend like twelve quid on a T-shirt that you'd spend fifty p on in a charity shop. But you could, you could find stuff that no one had. Yeah, at all.
0: yeah. I just don't like they just becoming a robot and conforming. But character, you know, something different. There's not that many different, especially for men, different stuff out there these days in your normal clothes shops. You know. No, so. absolutely, yeah.
1: It, it, because they all kind of go through seasons, don't they? Aye, got the same true. season at the same time. Yeah, yeah. that's gonna that's going be big next year. It's like, who says I might not like it? But.
0: Yeah, the fashion. When I was 18, I bought a T-shirt that said Valentino on it, and it cost me 80 quid. And I realised that that T-shirt was just the same as all my other T-shirts. So I'll never be spending 80 quid on any more T-shirts.
1: <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> I watched a show years ago, a, a Gok Kwan show, which I'm not proud of, but it was on. And he was going around China, and he was um he was in this factory, and they make they were making these jeans. And they were exactly the same jeans. They're going through this, this process. And then they got put into separate piles. And yeah. it was it was to get the labels put on them. And, and, and got asked them, he was like, why are they in separate piles? It was because one was for River Island,
0: right? And one was for George Biasda.
1: Yeah. But same pair of jeans. And it's like yeah. probably about four times the price. Madness.
0: It is absolutely crazy, that, isn't it?
1: Yeah. But people pay it, so they'll charge it. It's like that, really, isn't it?
0: Yeah. It's that whole idea of status and stuff like that, you know? It's basically humanity this idea of status somebody's better than you because of what they're wearing or because they've got a certain car or whatever and you know their job title but then you actually look at them as a person you know it's a whole different ball game isn't it I find most yeah. people that don't, don't climb the ladder and don't want to become you know they're more genuine honest real people it's these people that claim in the ladders that are willing to impose the rules on others especially these days you get these people in the bosses in the factory or you've got to wear a mask and you're like trying to I had the boss like, Why are you refusing to wear your PPE? I was like, A mask is causing me illness. It's nothing to do with my health. It's to do with my ill health. But they're just, you know, the company wants it. So the company's getting it and they just impose it on you. Those people are quite annoying. I, <laughs> oh, very, yeah. I'll be honest,
1: I, I, I think like when people challenge you in a shop, uh, you know, and it's like, you, you want me to make my health worse to stop you wetting the bed. That's not going to happen. That's, that's not a great trade off for me, really. Nah. I was thinking actually earlier, bizarrely, while I was making soup, I don't know why it popped into my head, but the whole idea of like alpha and beta, and it made me think of people that I know. And actually, most of the alpha male types that I know are not what you consider to be successful. And most of the beta people I know are, are the ones that are, you know, bloody well off, right. you know, fancy right. cars and fancy houses. So it, it kind of, you know, what is success really? It's a weird one.
0: Just that thing about the alpha male, this thing, I posted something recently about masculinity how men are not being men are not standing up for their family there's a threat at the door we should be uniting and we've been pussified you know basically all the stuff in the food and xboxes and all these things to make us even watching movies you see the horror movie and you're kept in suspense but you're not actually doing you're in fight or flight mode but you're just sitting through it right now we should all be in fight or flight mode you know taking action over this vaccine but we're all just kind of watching this shit show play out and we're losing I don't think alpha male and that kind of macho things necessarily a good thing, but it can be a positive energy within that. If you know what I mean. That, come on, we're men. We're not taking this bullshit anymore. What have you got to say
1: on that? No, I agree completely, and it surprised me a lot. Actually, I found it during the protest movement here in England. Like most, I mean, there are you know obviously honourable exceptions to that, but most of the what I call the warriors are women. Oh, God, so, yeah. You know, so, the ones that are organizing the protest, the ones that are fighting back against the police, the ones that are refusing to pay fines and are helping other people not pay fines and finding legal ways around stuff, blah, 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 they're all women. I mean, you know, like I say, with exceptions, people like Piers Corbyn are doing good work, but, but they're mainly women. Yeah. And it is a bit kind of where are the blokes? Yeah,
0: that's um, very much so. After a few talks, the first one I got invited to was at Perth, and it was me and like two other guys, and one of them left because his car park meter was going to go about, you know, it's like we're trying to save the world here and organise and talk about serious issues and you're worried about, you know a car park thing there is, it's just pathetic really, I'm actually when I'm at my work, I'm like literally only one of a thousand people not wearing a mask because I'm basically not having it so I'm writing all the letters I need to write and telling them I'm not doing it and all the rest of it, so I'm sticking out like a sore thumb and you're watching all these guys, eight hours a day with this mask on and then one guy's telling me he's got headaches that are coming and going and stuff like that and another guy his mother uh, took a heart attack a couple of days ago and that's probably the vaccine but because i said to him oh he's had a heart attack really bad then did she had the vaccine I asked about 20 minutes later oh, she had it two weeks ago i'm like highly dodgy mate but the ones with the headaches and stuff and like i'm getting ill and like well you're wearing a mask for three months you know it's going to be affecting you by now and just totally. i just don't understand that you can walk around all day and just tolerate that thing because i have it on for five minutes because i have to pop in to do a wee job sometimes and play the game, stick it on, but I've arranged a job outside. But even that five minutes, something am I would say, you know, fresh air after, I can't tolerate it. And if I was to wear it full-time, I would actually, I wrote in the form yesterday, I would start to have mental health issues because I actually visibly, I actually start to shake. I feel like Satan's hands are around my throat. Are you yeah. having a mask at all? What's your stance on it? Oh, I'm
1: not having it, me. No chance. Because as far as I'm concerned, like, it's a tiptoe thing. So, you know, they introduced... All these different rules but they don't introduce them all together so they do one at a time. Um, Definitely and, and, and I just look at it in a way of like the mask is you letting them in the door. But but well, and I've I've seen people do it right so when they would they would bring in certain rules all right fine all right but I'm not wearing a mask and then they bring the mask in all right all right, I wear a right. mask. <laughs> and but it, well, I'm, I'm not taking it back, I'm not taking back. <laughs> yeah and it's like it's like you you've let someone in the front room yeah but they're not coming in the kitchen they're not they're, oh, they're in the ki- they're in the kitchen okay they can stay in the kitchen kitchen's fine it's not a communal area that's fine but they're not going upstairs they're not always oh, halfway upstairs and that's what happens if you let someone in they you know so you have to for me anyway have a line and go that's it and you're not coming beyond that and that's what i've done for a year and i'm um, i'm um, you know i ain't stopping my face my rules
0: yeah but you you have you're in a position i think obviously i think you're working for iconic full time or you're you're doing something you don't have a, bo- a job to go to his, a boss as such so you have not had no, to- that, no, I'm, I'm aware of that yeah
1: I'm aware of that that I had that situation I mean obviously I'm a personal trainer so I've lost all that so that's gone Um, and obviously the gigging and stuff that's gone Um, but yeah I, I 100% get that and when when people say that to me you know it's different for you then you know of course and and you'd be in a different scenario
0: perhaps yeah, but you, I like you, to think that
1: it's
0: that fightable you know, because they don't they can't enforce this bullshit so if you stand no. up for yourself, then, I mean, your dad's talking recently. I've watched some of his uh, live talks and the Iconic. Basically, if you take shit, you'll get shit. And if you say, I'm not taking shit, then they kind of give it to you. So there's, exactly, there's a taking a taking shit, you know?
1: It's about playing smart as well. I think a lot of that, and, and that comes down to lots of different parts of this, like the protest movement and, and being smart about how you protest and how you organise your protest. Marches for instance are a really freaking bad idea because the police just come in they pick people off Whereas if you're in a huddle and all together and you know, and so there's lots of you know Wiser ways that you can do things, but one I think in terms of beating this is it's just use your brain a bit so To give you an example. There's a bottle shop here. So I quite like my craft beer. So there's a bottle shop here um, Now all the other ones are shut down. They've closed. They've followed the rules and so now, you know, I don't know if they'll re- reopen or not whereas there's one place They've gone right, so essential, right? Okay, so, so so they've just got bread and milk, right? So there's bread and milk in the window. So they just go to cash and carry every morning, buy a job lot of bread, job lot of milk, stick it in there. I bet they've not sold any of it, but it's okay. packed. But it's packed. People yeah. go in there and then they buy bottles of beer. I buy plenty, and right. so they, they make a fortune. Now, you've, they, the, the the owner of the place was saying that every now and then the police will crawl past and they're looking. Uh, and they're they're annoyed because they're being had, and they know oh, they right. found a loophole. And that's what people need to do just just be smart, just just play the game a little bit. And you and there's plenty of loopholes and plenty of ways that you can get away with doing stuff. But if you come in like for me, like I'll just I'll I'll just go if someone says where's your mask, so I'm exempt. Now I'm exempt based on the fact that I'm not a fucking idiot. But at the same time, yeah. But at the same time, I could go, no, I'm not exempt, but I'm not wearing a mask because X, Y and Z, get into a row, please turn up, ear old grief, I want to get home to my daughter, I can't be asked for that. So just play the game a little bit. So I'm yeah. exempt, done, and I'm in. And they can't ask you any more than that. And if they do, which they never have, to be fair, then just explain that to me. You're not actually allowed to ask me that because that would be my medical history, which is confidential. If, you know, it's between me and my doctor, all those files are completely confidential and locked away under lock and key there's no way i'm telling barry the fat lad at morrison's all about my medical history because that doesn't make any sense because then it's not confidential is it and yeah. so you know yeah you don't need to tell them
0: they are obviously trying to make us think that they do we have to give all the details and have to do this but it's all a big game obviously you're aware of this a lot of it's theatre, just repetition and there's no actually laws backing this up it's like follow the guidelines follow the rules but they're not laws. And I don't know how much you're aware of this. There's actually a way to get out of the whole shit show basically based on this. Have you heard of Article 61 of the Magna Carta? Which is the common law stuff. Well, there's a a difference of opinion. I've looked at a few things to do because obviously you must be aware that the birth certificate is a key instrument of their control based on the fact that they own it. We don't have actual copyright use to use it, but we we're tricked into using that. It's their property. And then they can enact all the we're chattel after that, yeah. They can enact all their statutes and acts. So we're all uh, citizens on the citizenship of each country, but through the Article 61, that was invoked in March of 2001, and that basically the Barons invoked it because mm-hmm. there was evidence that Edward Heath was taking Britain in uh, to Europe, and that was treasonous. So essentially, all acts and statutes are gone; they don't have any power because we're all under Article 61 until there is a kind of redress and the people come together and do another constitution because they've been proven treasonous so it's our duty to disregard mm-hmm. all their bullshit stats statutes and acts that are not actually serving us because the government's supposed to be working for us not them dictating 100%. to us so with this there's actually a bit here this is a caution card you read this to the police or anyone with a mask and i actually read this to a guy in supermarkets saying, just doing your job is no uh, no excuse in Nuremberg mm-hmm. you know and basically, you can be stripped of all your assets and put in jail. And the more people that come under that, the more power that'll have. And basically, they literally do not have the power that they're claiming to have now. They're trying to move us in a situation where we've got the, the microchip in us, we're all, you know, transhuman. So all that old stuff, our old common law rights and everything have disappeared. But essentially, I think we need to realize that the government is just the mafia, basically. They're yeah. criminals. They have no position to be there. And we need to unite under this thing i believe it's the one way to do it or unite i was listening to your interview with the guys in austria and i thought that was brilliant as well that's it almost even just skipping by this because i'm saying we can use this as a tool to learn about the treason, to come together and to then ask the police to do their job well the interview you had with the guys the shamans in austria and what they're doing there i thought it's fantastic how they're just even using their energy to get the police on board and you know would you like to talk a, a little bit about what those guys are doing yeah, I mean, so they,
1: I was going to say about them actually, because another thing coming back to what you have said about that, like all all the um, all the fines and stuff have been overturned. Yeah, you know, I didn't yeah. see that in the mainstream media. <laughs>
0: no. so <there's>, I think <laughs> there was they're a fines left, and fine centre, but people just said fair enough, and then no paying them. Or yeah, no so there's about
1: there's about five poor souls that paid up front, and they've just yeah. that money. That money's gone. See you later. But everyone right. else that refused to pay it, they've all been overturned because they're not legal. and yeah. you know. Right. But again, they don't publicise that. But the yeah. guys in Austria, the first time I spoke to them, actually, they were saying, because um, I, I think the interview you're referring to is one I put up yesterday, but I spoke to them in January, and what they were saying they were doing was making people accountable, because there's no yeah. accountability. So if, if Barry at the front of Morrison's makes you wear a mask, otherwise you can't buy your food, who's yeah. responsible for what happens to you for wearing a mask? If you become ill as a result, Barry's not responsible. Barry's yeah. just an idiot. And so the government aren't responsible either. So who is? No one is. And so what they were doing was making people liable. And so he was saying, he said to um, the to member of parliament in Linz, in Austria, he said, okay, you're responsible. And he said the guy was just like, what? Like just yeah. totally taken aback. He's like, you're responsible now. So this, that you're putting on me, you take all full liability for everything that happens to me as a result of this. And they don't want to know. And, um, and obviously in the interview I did with them yesterday, he said that they were saying the same to the police. Yep. Yeah. You're, you're liable. And the policewoman was like, what, what? Yeah, you don't want to be liable. You want to force the rules and things on people and, yeah. and all but you don't want to take responsibility for what happens as a result. And so it's important to to actually, you know, put that on people. Okay, you want me to do this? It's on you then. Everything that happens is on you. People don't want that. That's, they don't you know, and
0: that's that's exactly what it says here at the bottom. It says, you know, to deny the constitutional law is sedition. So if they keep on insisting the mask, you're committing sedition and you can get fully asset stripped and life in prison. So this is what this is doing. It's making people personally accountable for their actions, because the police and that don't have the power, so it's, it's, it's uniform, they're hiding behind, as you, as you know. And like,
1: yeah, fancy dress.
0: When you do this process, I've actually sent all these recorded the emails and letters to the police of Scotland and to the courts to let them know I'm under Article 61 and I'm standing under the, the true law because I want to be a good upstanding citizen, the government are committing treason so they shouldn't be supported, you know, so I'm wanting to yeah. do the right thing. So, you're not like actually going against the police by doing this. It's the thing that we all have a duty to do if you understand this thing. And basically, yeah, people should be personally accountable for. They can't just, these guys can't just dictate any law and rule. And then we've all got to, you know, chase under it. Under Article 61, when somebody's on trial, it's not just a person on trial, it's also the law that's on trial. So, if the law isn't just, then even if that person's guilty of an unjust law, they get let go. And the law, the person who wrote the law is then accountable for it. And that's more of a true democracy. It gets monitored as we go on, not just an X in a box once every four years, which, is, you know, is not a yeah. democracy, you know?
1: No, of course it's not. It's just an illusion. And and I think, you know, breaking unjust laws is is a duty. Yeah, Any, exactly. Anyway, you know, I don't, yeah. well, it's what the law says. We don't care what the law says. That's ridiculous. That's not fair. That's not right. That's not just. So therefore, I'm not going to go along with it. And, um, People do need to take responsibility, but then it comes back to that thing like we mentioned about masculinity. Like, masculinity has been kind of attacked and destroyed for a How long to
0: time. Take masculinity. Yeah, oh. let's well,
1: think because now people it evokes a thought of God. Masculinity, pinching a girl's ass, being a knobhead. It's like yeah. no, that's that's not masculinity. That's just being a knobhead. Masculinity yeah. is that part of you that says no, I'm not having it. You know, masculinity is grabbing someone out of a burning building. That's True in my mind, anyway. It's true masculinity, fighting for your kids, you know, yep. no matter what, and and stuff like that. And that's been kind of knocked out of people. And I know loads of people now that sit back. I mean, I've got what, an ex friend I played in a band with him for years, and he's massively asthmatic. He used to clap sometimes after gigs, and he's now attacking Tesco's on on Twitter. I don't follow him, but people send me screenshots just to wind me up. But, <laughs> um, he's attacking Tesco's because there's members of staff that have pulled their Their mask below the nose. And then someone someone said to him, like, what's it matter to you? Like, maybe he's exempt. And he replied, and this got me, like, he replied going, I'm an asthmatic, which he is, and a bad one. He said, but I still wear one.
0: And I was thinking, but that's just because you're an idiot. (laughs) Exactly. There's far too many idiots. (laughs) Far
1: too many idiots. Far too many virtue-signalling idiots that are attacking other people for not being idiots.
0: Yeah. That's the problem we've got these days. The government are obviously trying to do their thing because they're evil cunts, whatever, you know. But it's the people that's going along with it. As you say. Yeah. don't want the responsibility of standing up and saying, no, I'm not having it. So it's just that we've always followed the government. We've always done what they've told us. And we're, we're still alive. Se- things seem to be all right. So let's just keep doing that and hope for the best. With no, yeah. I don't even think people are, cri- are capable of critical thinking these days. I think uh-huh. that's brainwashed out through the education system, you know? 100% like
1: I, I look at like school cause my wife's a teacher like schooling now compared to even when I was a kid and that's not that long ago sort of um I'm you know, 39 but <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's changed massively even since I was a kid and you hear some of the stuff going on you think you're having a laugh like I'm not gonna say man up but that kind of thing is like, oh for goodness sake what's this whole like just just get on with it uh, but there's, there's there's these safe spaces now you know Hillary loses an election A war criminal like hillary loses an election and you need a safe space and that's kind of just been taught that kids need they need to be protected at all times and that's what all this is about you know protect me government please please protect me just take some responsibility for yourself take responsibility for your own health but no one is and that's another thing about this the rona all of a sudden i'm responsible for everyone else's health in morrison's since when Since surely I should be responsible for my own. I don't carry your inhaler for you. What are you talking about? You you be responsible for yours. If you want to wear two masks, four masks, ten masks, (laughs) a a bloody motorbike helmet, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, you do you, hun. You do you, (laughs) hun, and I'll do me, and it's fine. And if I keel
0: over and die of respiratory illness, then it's on me, and I'm an idiot.
1: Done.
0: before this, I, I assumed like most people do, okay, you can catch a cold or something like that. But when it came out with this virus, and you look at Wuhan, you go, it's something dodgy about this. I looked at 5G initially. Then I'm like, okay, right, what is a virus? Because I'm thinking Wuhan symptoms were 5G like. I didn't believe it was a virus. So I talked to Mark Steele and people like that. And then I was like, what is a virus? And then you understand you can't actually catch a cold or flu. There's no germ theory, it's never been proven. No. So that's all bollocks. So it's like drink, drinking 12 pints of. Guinness, I know you like a bit of Guinness, eh? So drinking Guinness Guinness. and expecting someone else to have the hangover, it's not going to happen. So people, even with that, they're not taking responsibility for their health because if they think they can catch it from someone else, that's putting the blame out there rather than if I get ill for the cold or the food, it's because of the poisons I've put in my body. So I better change my diet. I better change my thought forms. I better change what conscious uh, things I'm letting in, the TV programs I'm watching and stuff. You know, so this can actually be. I think the guy was saying as well can be like a blessing. This whole Corona thing, for us to understand how we keep ourselves healthy. So then, when yeah. we go in the supermarket and we see all the foods with all these labels and ingredients galore, realise it's all dead food. It's not actually organic, healthy food. Have you been into the like, the healthy side of eating much, growing up, or have you been stacking on crap like everyone else? How's no, you I've,
1: I've I've been as good as I can. Um I mean, I'm, you know, I've spent years obviously being a sportsman and then doing personal training. So I've always been conscious of diet. I've been not so good for the last year because I was having kegs of, <laughs> kegs of beer delivered to the house in lockdown because it was just like <laughs> madness. But um, not in the sense that I'll lock down because I'll do what I want. But the problem is when everything's closed, it's like I can't yeah. go and open up for them. So, it, you know, I got myself bored basically so I ended up drinking too much. But but generally, yeah, I try and look after my health. And it's it's interesting as well, like two things. First of all, obviously with the virus thing, You know they've they've not isolated this and all these freedom of information requests have gone out left right and center asking governments all over the world the UK government included to show evidence of isolation and proof that this COVID-19 SARS-CoV-2 actually exists and there is none and so then what they then come back with as a you know as a kind of reaction to that is that when it comes to the samples they either couldn't get enough of the virus out of the the patient right um, yep. So how are they passing it on and making people ill then if, there's, if you can't even get enough in, in, <laughs> in, a, in a laboratory? And the second thing is that viruses are different, they're not like a bacterial infection or whatever, in the sense that it needs a live host. So as soon as it leaves its live host and it leaves the cell, it ceases to exist, which is why you can't isolate it using cox postulates, why you you have to cultivate it in, you know, vera cells, um, monkey kidney cells or whatever. Right? OK, so it can't exist outside the cell. Right. How the frick can I give it to you then? Unless yeah. I inject it out of me and inject it into you, how am I giving it to Joan in the care home? Which yeah. one is it? Which one is it? Doesn't make any sense, you know, because well, that's a million dollar question. But, but when it comes to food and stuff like that, it's interesting. I did an interview a while ago now with a guy called Sterling Simpson, who's a lung specialist in, um, in Carolina. He got deleted because obviously you can't take the opinion of a lung specialist on yeah. a lung disease. Obviously, that would be weird, yeah. wouldn't it? But what he was making the point was that they tell us, they always tell us everything. So Fauci says 35 cycles of the PCR test is dead. It's irrelevant. It's just going to show up false positives the nhs tells you that they use 45 cycles on their website but they know that people are either too stupid or too lazy in the main part too lazy to look it up and when he was talking about food he was saying with all these you know poisonous things and 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 carcinogenic stuff in in diet that they always tell you it says it on the label it says it here this big long word is here you could take that word and you could google it and you go oh shit, you could do that but you don't yeah and so they're not lying to you they're telling you what's in it it's almost like if it i know what arsenic is so if i see that can and i go
0: arsenic in it
1: i'm not drinking right. Right. but there'll be other things in there that i don't know and instead of you know looking and whatever i'll just yeah get it down my neck it's all right what's the worst that could happen well yep. yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, look exactly. at full disclosure, and that's why, in all these labels and stuff—they're—they're they're keeping themselves in the right. You know, it's oh, yeah, no sure problem. We don't know what our aspartame is, so we're drinking all the diet cola. Next thing you know, your kidneys are completely fucked. With oh, god knows what, you know. Exactly. So they're poisoning us. I mean, what do, if you looked into the bigger picture of like humanity and our kind of where we came from and who kind of created us and why would they be doing this to us? Why would they want to poison us? Why do they want to do this transhumanism? Do you have any ideas on the, the bigger picture of all this? What's your thoughts on that?
1: I think control is the ultimate, ultimate goal of it. A compliant species of people without free will. Um, but also, you know, even if you look at it on a smaller level in terms of Big Pharma, which obviously are just, you know, they're just a microcosm of this big part, is yeah. sick people make money, healthy people don't. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like me being a personal trainer in a gym full of lads with six-packs i can make a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm not going to i mean they might get a couple that maybe want to do a bit you know of injury rehabilitation or whatever but generally ain't no one coming to me whereas yeah. if i've got a, a gym full of obese people and unhealthy people and people that wheeze just going up the stairs yeah. i'm going to coin i'm going to coin it in and and it's it's a bigger version of that i think is, is part of it but but certainly control and, and control of of perception and, and that comes from fear yeah you know oh, afraid. Frightened population will always ask someone else to help them. Please, please, government, help me. And that's and that's what's happening at the minute. It's, it's, it's very strange to, to watch. Um, and it makes me think of Bill Hicks. He, he did a sketch. I mean, we're talking like what Bill Hicks We're talking 92, 93, where he was saying it was going to get to a point where everyone would be stuck in their houses watching American gladiators and armored vehicles would be flying past, just chucking pizzas into letterboxes. And you laugh. Go <laughs> so, okay, but that's basically just a kind of more you know amusing version of everyone sat at home watching Dancing on Ice and getting a Just Eat because that's what everyone's done for the last year basically Netflix and takeaway, Netflix and takeaway. What are you doing this weekend? I don't know. I might sit in the armchair this weekend. It's um, happening. It is. You yeah.
0: Know, what- it's- I mean, it was so far fetched back then I mean, you hear it go, Oh fucking," you know. But actually now. People are just that used to staying in the house now. I think yeah. their will is getting broken to even have the energy to want to go and do anything, you know, because even nature and stuff still there, you know, going for walks, and maybe because the winter months, you kind of slow down a bit, a bit, but hopefully with the sunshine and stuff, maybe people will start going out, but it's just like it's, they're slowly breaking down our will to get to as old as to accept this vaccine. They'll keep the furlough going on or whatever they need till they get as many people... In with the vaccine, which isn't it actually a vaccine, as you're yeah, well aware. Of. Exactly.
1: But that's what it is. That's all furlough is. It's the, it's, it's the longest drawn out redundancy campaign in history. And it's, <laughs> it, and it's also a compliance payment. It's bribery. That's all it is. Because if there was no furlough, when they shut everyone down on the 23rd of March, yep. there'd have been riots by the beginning of April. And it yep. would have been over. Mm-hmm. In the same way with Nepal, the the Nepalese government couldn't afford more furlough payments. The economy was on its backside. Doesn't like it's literally we we open up and let people die, or everyone dies basically. So we open up. So they opened up. I think beginning of January, nothing. So totally. no, no cases, no deaths. And get this is what made me laugh. Their health minister came out and said it's almost like it doesn't exist. <laughs> is it? Is it almost like that? Do you know what I mean? Like, and then, yeah. That's the thing, and that's what furlough is. Furlough is is paying someone to sit at home and watch Netflix while their job is destroyed.
0: Yep, Well, the 5G towers go up, all fucking economy collapses. Once the whole economy officially collapses, because right now it's just the corporations that are just there to provide food and essential services, which is a disgrace in itself because exactly. how come they can open up and your fucking business, the guy can't he open his own he shop, he's been working on 20 years it's yeah. again, people are uprising against us but again even these businesses must be getting a payment to stay at home whatever but that day will come and i'm saying to people we should organize ourselves because they can pull the plug in the supermarkets the electricity the thing is we're like 150 200 years away from actually being able to look after ourselves like in the past that time we could have we had farmer farmers we knew how the vegetables the seasons and stuff right now we're 100 percent dependent on them which is another yeah. reason why can't contemplate just looking at it because then they are going to have to say fuck me. We're in a se- severely sticky wicket, you know. Yeah, and- yeah. No one wants to hear. No,
1: no one wants to hear that
0: their wife is is
1: shagging the lad from work. No one wants to hear that. Aye. Yeah. And they'll and they'll attack you and me for telling them. Oh God, I. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. Like people don't want to know about that. But you're totally right. They can pull the plug at any point. And what gets yeah. me as well these and I always make these points to people because I don't like to be a preacher at all. So if I talk to people in public what i do is i just drop little seeds and so i'll talk to someone and i'll just drop saying and then Hi. i can see you know that's what of, i do as well <laughs> I, it's got a good point actually but i'm not there going you need to do this you need to do that you do you if you want to get the vaccine go get it, you yeah. it mate. but when you're in a position where you're in a i mean i hate the word pandemic because it isn't a pandemic but yeah. you, you're in a supposed pandemic right so we're in an in absolute worldwide health crisis and McDonald's is essential, but gyms aren't. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, that's when you people, know it's a fraud.
0: People sitting in park benches. I don't know if you've seen up in Germany and stuff, or some videos of the COVID police apparently are going around where oh, you're sitting on this park bench, you have to move. Yeah, because same people, here. Oh, they're doing
1: the same uh-huh. here. Yeah,
0: they're doing the uh-huh. same here. They're
1: arresting people for going out for a walk in the sun. And again, okay, so so vitamin D boosts your immune system. So even if you believe the narrative of the virus, you're gonna have a stronger immune system, you're gonna have more chance of to beating it. And also, they've already said early doors, sunlight kills the virus, but you're not allowed to go out and sit in the sun and get vitamin D in the sunlight. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. But you can sit in your car and get a big one <laughs> in a drive through That's fine. That'll help. Yeah.
0: As long as there's only three people in the car, not four people, you know. It's just whatever they just make this shit up and we're all just dancing to their tune praying for our masters to fucking give us a throw us a wee bone and people say even you're saying some things well, I think in the interviews you were saying okay we can't go to nightclubs now okay I didn't want to do that okay I can't get fu- football matches okay I didn't want to do that but it's they're just shutting down all these things that you'll not be able to do without a vaccine until we are literally we'll be barricaded in the house because we'll be a danger to society you know based on absolutely fuck all yeah which...
1: well, that's what they want That's that's exactly the situation that they want but I also like I don't I'm not backing down. And so I'm looking at people, um, you know, people like Peter Hitchens. I mean, what the freaking hell was that about? Oh, he, he just, I mean, he didn't even just go at the first hurdle. He hadn't even reached a hurdle yet, had he? <laughs> oh, that was That was extraordinary to me. And the worst thing about that, for people that are listening that aren't, that don't know what I'm talking about, basically Peter Hitchens has been talking out about lockdown, very much believing the narrative to a certain level, but believing it's massively hyperinflated or whatever. So... He, you know, was calling out against lockdown. He was calling out against the vaccine, against the vaccine passports and stuff like that, right? Then he gets the phone call, which we're all going to get at some point from the doctors. Yeah, son, your vaccine's ready. And he went and got it. He just right. went and got it. And then he then <laughs> made a, made put an article up about why he got it and the fact that basically we've lost. Well, not basically we've lost. He said that. He said, we've lost the battle, and so you may as well accept it. Uh, I was thinking, what the fuck? Like... <laughs> Okay, we all know these vaccine passports are coming in, like how it is in Israel, which is insane. That, they're gonna, that's going to be everywhere. But at the same time, he used the excuse that he wanted to see his family in America and stuff like that. But you've not been told you can't yet. Yeah. So surely you at least, even if you're going to roll over at that point, you at least wait. And you go and see, want to see your family, so you can't without a passport. And you go, and then you've got a decision to make, right? And you make that decision at that point. And even yeah. if you do make that decision, you get it in your arm and you go off and you see your family and, you know, God help you. But yeah.
0: to
1: then to then tell everyone else they should do it...
0: Yeah, that's the oh, it's going to be. Like Dolly Parton, you see that one as well, yeah?
1: Oh, yeah, well, she helped fund it, didn't she? She helped fund it. Helped. Vaccine, I, now she's I mean, she's taking
0: it. a t- taste of her own medicine and uh, giving it out. But these people... I think your dad was talking about, about Alex Jones the other day, and I mentioned it to him when I was chatting to him about... Your Zuckerberg who used to look kind of human and now he's looking like fucking some wild cyborg thing and there seems to be a lot of people and Dolly Parton, has had so much plastic surgery but I'm questioning, are these the same people that you see years ago or have they been getting this vaccine and it's totally synthetically changed their insides and they're connected to the AI and they've literally become what they're trying to turn us into because they're pure evil and they don't have any empathy. I mean, who's Dolly to call us cowards and chicken squawks? Because we're not taking a fucking genetically modifying fucking piece of shite in our arm. It's outrageous, and people are what loving is, it. People it's are loving also, it. You see the comments. It's like God Dolly, what Dolly? I'm mind blown with that one. <laughs>
1: it's it's also like a projection as well. Because okay, so I'm a coward for not wanting a you know a, a DNA altering load of shite in me. But at the same time, even if I believe the narrative, which I don't, but even if I do, you're frightened of a virus that you have a ninety nine point Seven six is it percent well, chances of surviving? No thing,
0: but yeah, aye. The Even if they go 30. with their official numbers, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Who's the coward? Bring the virus on! I'd rather you oh, bring, on, bring on <laughs> Who are these cunts to fucking shut down everything based on you know something that they say is going around? Life has risks in it. It has danger. If there's people with the flu and dying, well, sell a V. Let's just go on with it. If you die, you die. You know, because yeah. we believe, I you do as well. Like reincarnation and things like that the soul lives forever so we're not kind of fearful of dying and then that's it i think a lot of people have that cling on to this life at all costs because this is all we've got you're born and you die then you go into oblivion but if you don't have that fear then fuck it whatever happens happens you know and I'm just, uh, um, I, I,
1: I don't <laughs> understand the. i mean i understand the fear of pain i get that like i broke my tip and fib like my leg was flapping around and
0: now, you know what, hurt. I've never like, had together. that shit, but I don't even that at all. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't pleasant.
1: Like, yeah, it wasn't pleasant. But what did it was a guy two-footed me, basically, in a football match, and then I tried oh. to stand up to go and chase him. And that's, that's when it bent underneath oh. me. So oh. I, get the, I get the fear of pain. I do get the fear of pain. It's not, it's not very pleasant. But the fear of death I find strange in the sense that why fear certainty?
0: Yeah.
1: That's what I don't understand, because you're going to die... And I'm going to die, and everyone's going to die, and everyone you love is going to die. Like that is a certainty. So let's just put that on the shelf and deal with that and carry on. And and the whole what that tells me is that I'm gonna live while I can. And living living to me is not sitting in my house watching Netflix and then coming out at 8 p.m. giving it a ripple. That ain't living. So what's the point? What's the point? Like I saw that case of, of the guy 48, father of four. Um who shielded for a year. What kind of a life is that? So he shields for a year. He gets the vaccine. Within two days, he comes down with symptoms, tests positive, dead, right? So the newspaper, because they have to put a twist on it, instead of going, he's had the vaccine, two days later, he's dead. Oh, shit. They went, ah, if only he'd got the vaccine earlier. Yeah, (laughs) he'd he'd probably been dead earlier, actually. But I was looking at it in that sense of, that's the last year you've spent on the planet. 148th of your life has been spent in your house. Just sat there waiting for the Pillsbury Doughboy to tell you you can leave. It's,
0: that's that's not living. I don't
1: want to be safe, I want to be alive.
0: It's so sad. I mean, I studied Buddhism back in the day, and they have that thing where they always say, remember dying. Because when you remember you're going to die, then that's the thing to make life worth living, you know? So I've always moved to Turkey and lived there for 12 years, and I've always had a kind of adventurous do things life even in this lockdown, I've been in the house quite a lot, but I'm doing stuff on here, you know, I'm trying to still stay active and, you know, enthused with life. Course, and yeah. Go down fighting kind of thing, you know. And, uh, yeah, people just, uh, the Xbox as well, I don't know if you've played the Xbox much, but I see so many young guys these days just, that's, they're, they're talking on the headphones to arseholes or people all around the world, and they're just zapping, like, Cowboys and then Space Indians and then this, they're just doing the same game, but in different theatres of it. And that's their whole life, spent in a virtual world. You know, kind of, yeah. this could be a virtual world, but you know, it's a bit more real than the TV world.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other conversation
0: now <laughs> <out> that. <there>. Yeah. <laughs> but, 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 yeah,
1: you're right, you're right. And I think I've read a couple of books over the years by people that have had near-death experiences, like one of them is called Proof of Heaven, which was a guy who's a surgeon, I think it was a brain surgeon, so massively establishment medical, you know, no conspiracy theories for me, sort of guy. Um, and then he got a, a meningitis, and it just like bang, bang, bang. As it can, it hit him, and he fell into a coma, and he was in a coma for quite a while, and he died, and went off, and you know, and then came back. And basically, what he says is that religion and science, so spirituality basically and science, they're not they're not mutually exclusive. They, the truth is is an amalgamation of the two, you know. But he's also saying all these these things about how he felt afterwards and stuff. And I've read other books from people that have had similar experiences. So never would someone come see the light, turn around, get a second chance, come back, go, right, I'm going to stay in because I don't want to die. So actually, the people that have been the closest to death are the ones that, that fear it the least. They're yeah. the ones that are like, no, 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 because I don't know when I when the knock's coming on my door. So I am going to live, and I'm going to travel, and I'm going to see stuff that I want to see, um, and I'm I'm going to tell that girl that I like her actually, because <laughs> you yeah. and, and it's almost I like, exactly. You know, what's the worst? What's the worst that can happen? But what's happened is we've almost had that society's flipped that now. So you know, it's to stop anyone dying, everyone's got to stop
0: living. Oh, what's, the what's, the point, what's the point then? Yeah, it's just so bizarre, isn't it? It's just surreal. It's like um, the old normal, to me, I was struggling with it, you know, just the capitalistic hamster on the wheel, fucking nine to five, everyone drinking football. But it was actually quite sane compared to this. It just went into a, a <laughs> yeah. surreal, bizarre fucking reality. When you're looking at everyone in the supermarket with a mask on, I mean, it's so disgusting, especially when they put it on the children. It just does not down Yeah, I know. And I actually never sent my son back to school because of that. And he's ended up going back to Turkey to be with his mother there. But, and he's not going to school, but he's working on his computer stuff. And since he's got out of school and he's had his own kind of, he you got know, bored. Then he started right, doing music and stuff. Cause I've always encouraged, you know, do your own thing. But the school system and that makes you that tired and you, you're home. And then you just watch the phone and stuff. So the lack of education has freed up a lot of people to maybe find their own passion and stuff which can be a good thing as well, because anyway, the school system is not to bring out the best to make the children yeah. unique. And now, and now and with regard to that, the mask is actually making us less and less unique is to make us all the same, which we were trying to do beforehand. But this is a real dehumanization and eroding people's character. And as a young child, you know, it's fucking completely evil, you know, people won't identify with themselves even, they'll not see themselves in the mirror and not understand who they are and what they've got to offer, you know. You've got a young, young baby, is it two or three years old?
1: She's two, yeah. Well, she'll be three in in um in June and
0: i have got another little one on the way. Right. Yeah. Who, How do you, do you feel about bringing them into a world like this? Because, you know, people are saying to me, I want to have another baby, I'm like, you're fucking joking. <laughs> you know? It's, 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 a, it's a
1: difficult one because it's a double-edged sword because, yeah, okay, I get it, it's shit and stuff, and and my little one is very sociable and has struggled quite a lot with not being able to go to nursery and and all that sort of stuff. And she she ended up being told that she wasn't allowed in her nursery for two weeks after I did a speech in London.
0: Oh, right.
1: Yeah. So That's we took to her, we, so we took her out and went. You, she's not coming back cause I'm just not having because just because of your
0: speech. Somebody
1: else says it. My speech. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it upset some governors and so my, my So you're punishing a two-year-old for her father doing a speech in London. I and mean, Yeah. Exactly. Right. So we she doesn't go there, but luckily, my wife's a teacher anyway, so she's you know she's getting an education, but she's uh. not getting the social aspect as much, so she's missing out, and that's annoying me. But yeah. then on the other hand, I think if if people like us aren't having children and aren't bringing up children to look at the world in a different way, then without sounding rude, sort of only stupid people are breeding, and so you are just going to kind of end up in a situation where you know the kind of people that put masks on kids are the people bringing kids in. Yeah. And so I almost feel like you need to I sort guess. of, you know, reset the balance <laughs> just, a little bit. You know, I mean, I, I, years and years ago, I, I, I've always wanted kids. So I've always loved kids. But when when I was younger, I was in a recording studio in London with a guy called Dan Swift. He was a fantastic producer who did the Snow Patrol, and stuff like that. I was really fortunate to work with him. And we were having a few beers after a recording session, and I made the point that I, you know, I've always wanted kids, but basically, I'm, nah, I can't be doing it now because the world's the way it is. And he just went, a bit fucking arrogant. And I was like, "What?" And he went, "So basically, you can deal with it fine. Like you're 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 living a great life. You're here drinking beer in a recording studio in London. You're surviving, but basically, your kids couldn't possibly survive the world that you can." Just sounds a bit arrogant to me. And I was just kind of like, "I've never (laughs) actually looked at it like that. I'd never looked at it like that." Yeah. Well, if I can navigate it, why can't they?
0: Well, we must come here for a reason so if you have a kid 100%. that soul has chosen to come has chosen you as a parent so you have to kind of trust that i think you know and i think you're 100
1: percent right and that's why that's why i, I know we're going to win this because i think i chose to be here to be part of it so did you you know so did my dad so did various other well uh, quite a big minority of people chose to be here to fight this i think and i don't think that would have been sat around a table having a beer up there or down there wherever it is whatever you believe if and and going yeah I'll go in for this fight if if we didn't feel at least confident that yeah I'm well up for this fight yeah so I I agree with you I think we're here for a reason and lots of people for lots of different ways like some of us will try and you know be a little bit more crude in trying to bring down the the control system and and you know and, and and shout and bark and kick and scream and punch and then other people will come down, which are here for a different reason, to kind of try and do things a different way, make things slightly better. So, but I think everyone's got a role to, to play, 100%. And I don't think anyone's more important than anyone else in that. I think we're we're a team.
0: Yeah, I definitely think it's that people need to find this whole point of life is to find out who you are. That's what I'm saying about the mask is stopping yeah. people identifying. We have to let these children, like, be educated and not just brainwashed you know be given the choice i think in finland they have different things that they can do oh, oh there's a piano there's a guitar there's an art board you know and people gravitate things that they're passionate about and you'll tend to find that that's the things they'll be good at because there's a passion involved like I'm sure you never le- learned the guitar, hating it, but just you were forced to do it by the music teacher, you know?
1: Yeah, no, no, of you course not. No, of
0: course you not. It because of the passion and it was in you and it comes out. So we have to provide those opportunities. I think fuck uh, what's his name, Buckminster Fuller said every child is a genius, but once you start getting the external world and putting you know their methods of control on the child, if we left it alone, they would actually naturally just turn up a genius. It's all the programming shit that shuts that all down. So we have to unlearn essentially a lot of stuff. I agree.
1: I agree completely. I I remember an interview with Marilyn Manson. I'm not into Marilyn Manson, like either musically or, I mean, there's some claims come out about him, sexual harassment or whatever. I don't know. Not a fan of Marilyn Manson, but he did say something which I agreed with. And someone asked him what he would say. This was like when all this stuff was going on in America, there were lots of shootings. There was lots of just chaos going on. And they said to him, like, what would you say to these kids? And he said, I wouldn't say anything. I'd listen. And it's almost like there's a little bit of that... I think that makes a lot of sense. Let's let's just you know, you know, and I even think back to when I was at school. You know, it was lots of putting the hand up and going, Miss, what's X, Y, and Z? Now, now I know as an adult, most Miss and 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 Mister at school were fucking idiots. They didn't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> and now, if you had a conversation with them in the pub, they'd be just as clueless as everyone else. But yeah. When you're a kid, it's like, oh yeah, the, the, but but the teacher never replied. Well, what do you think it is? Yeah. Well, that just doesn't happen. And exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that would, you know, who knows who's a genius, like you
0: say. I taught in Turkey, um, nine or eight or nine different schools, all different age groups, from kindergarten to 15, 16-year-olds, and quite often I would ask them for their opinion, and they'd be 100% clueless because they'd never had this formulaic way. You read what's in this thing, the answer's in there, and you choose A, B, C, or D. So when I come to asking the thinking for themselves. It was shocking how little they could do because that's not the way the system works, you know? The teacher's got the answer, book; the answer's in there, you tell them what they want to hear. And then that's the whole curriculum. Yeah, and just it's almost, back- it's,
1: it's almost built on no critical thought though, because yeah. you tell me the truth, or what's supposedly the truth, you tell me it, I have to remember it, and if I remember it and put it down how you told me in a test, I pass, I get good grades, I get a good uni, I get a good job. But if you tell me something and I go, that doesn't make any sense to me. And this is why I don't think it makes any sense to me. And actually, I'd question that, sir. Then that's not the right answer on the test. So I fail yeah. the test, so I don't get good grades, so I don't get a good uni, so I don't get a good job. So in a way, well, it's not in a way, it's exactly how it's set up, that actually those that think critically in question are... Off you go, son. We've,
0: we've, got, we've got a thinker. All, right. yeah. a like What's this? all the doctors and all the nurses that are handing out this vaccine, they've just been through the system. They've not they actually mean? they've is that what what they get they? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, you know, I was I have interviewed Don Lester and David Parker a few times and they spent ten years researching that book, uh, what what really makes you Well, Will they go into yeah. things properly, you know? And th- because they don't have a medical degree, people think they're not qualified. But the ones that are handing out the vaccines and injecting them on like, trust your nurse. And the level of knowledge in those two is fucking extremely different, you know. And they're just yeah. like the teacher, like anyone in the job, is just doing their job. they will just do the process. They don't actually invo- know what they're involved with. Nah, people, people not, don't like, realise that
1: either. I, I've seen it a lot on social media. I'll trust someone with seven years medical school experience, I get that a lot. and you go, I okay, lot. okay, half a day. Half a uh, day is what they spend on vaccine. Uh, <laughs> on vaccine.
0: I actually You're posted a meme the other day. It's, it's, half a day. I posted a meme, just one of the recent ones on my Facebook wall. Just, here's your vaccine training. They work. Give them the end, and it was like, a that's just what it's like.
1: That's <laughs> exactly what it is. Yeah. And and you know, do do it well, and you get a nice yeah. trip to the Bahamas once a year.
0: Yeah. Just about the parent thing, and I was watching the movie Blueprint. I've actually I joined Iconic because I I interviewed Craig Campbell and been chatting to him, and, and I know he was doing the apocalypse thing, so. I go into that and then start looking around the rest of the same. I'm quite impressed with it. It's only a year it's been going, and there's some good stuff on there. And I was watching the movie Blueprint, and then it's got how the society looks like, oh God, I want to move to that world, you know, the 5D yeah. world. Yeah. Where basically you have a problem with somebody, you don't just ignore it, why oh, he's a cunt. You come face to face, you say, what's wrong with you? And you know, we deal with Look at the shadow self that we're burying a lot of shit, you know? Yeah. But in that movie, people are dealing with it. And they also talked about okay, these two want to have a baby, are you sure? And they get parental training on how to be a parent and they prepare themselves and then the birth itself even is totally different to the hospital birth. So these are all aspects of we need to change the way we're thinking from this top-down hierarchical structure of society and the authority knows best to actually what's the best thing to do, eat healthily, be a proper parent, be Ready for the responsibility of that because it's a huge responsibility being a parent. I'm just coming back to we don't want the idiots outbreeding, you know, yeah. brains. We have to try and organize things differently. And I, I sense, the schooling system, it does actually officially treat teachers not to think. They used to teach a trivium, which is a three step process to critical thinking grammar, logic, and uh, rhetoric. And that's how to think. We should get taught how to think, then you can do whatever you want and not what to think you know, that's the big problem there. And they used to teach that and have taken it out. So these are two big issues, basically. They're, I don't know, the whole world's fucked into How are we going to change it around? Do you have any idea how we can possibly start thinking more clever and organising ourselves differently? Or- um, I'll
1: get a feeling, like,
0: and I said this at the start of it, and I
1: didn't want it to be true, but it's showing itself more and more, I think, is that things are just going to have to get really, really shit. Yeah. You know and it bugs me um yeah. but but it's it's almost like that's what furlough is there for but when furlough ends and it has to end eventually because yeah. it has to yeah. and then all these people realize and it's like oh shit, you were right it's like yeah we could have had this conversation a year ago but what yeah. are we gonna do about it now because that's yeah. when because what we is strength in numbers that's all this is about um yeah. and, and it's getting joe blogs on side and to realize because as we mentioned earlier right, about government and stuff, no one's scared of the government. No one's scared of the government. I don't know anyone's scared of the government. I don't know anyone's scared of the police. Like, I don't know anyone's scared of the police. Fucking idiots. But, <laughs> you're scared, but you're scared about John across the road. The peer pressure. Yeah, and you're scared about the, 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 your boss. And, and, you, yeah. and you're scared about your mother-in-law, you know, she'll kick off again, or whatever. <laughs> but yeah. you're not, And so it's, it's all about the people around you that you're frightened of, and that's why you're being divided left, right, and centre, that's why. See, yeah. fucking race, gender, whatever the frick they try and make up, vax, anti-vaxxers to try and split people because as soon as people realise that we're all in this together then actually yep. man, this is over and it could be over immediately yep. and and you know, and I really think like if if we'd have all been one then when it came to March the 23rd last year, they'd have said we're shutting down everything, you'd have just gone no you're not <laughs> and you carry on no, I'm not shutting my business. What are you all about, idiot? Are you shutting your business? No, no, never mind. Carry on. What can they do about it? Nothing. Just not do anything. Well, yeah. yeah, that's the thing. And, you know, there's, there's, there were three pubs in my village. I live in a little village just outside Derby. And there were three pubs. There's two left. One went in the first lockdown. Done. Finished. Never reopened. Um, but those two that are still open. One, I think, might survive for a bit. The other one, I, I can't see reopening, to be honest. But... I know for a fact from those landlords that they, when they did the great reopening, which fell on its backside, unfortunately, they wanted to open, and they were, oh, but then at the last minute, bottled it. Uh, uh. And and there were, I've heard these stories from a lot of people around sort of Nottinghamshire and Derbyshire that they knew people that were the same. They were really umming and aring, and it's almost like you just that little bit more courage, just five percent more courage, just get you yeah. over the line. And if everyone had opened, it'd be over because those two pubs in my village open they'll send three or four meat wagons couple of police cars they'll shut it down right fine well there's another village at the top of the hill so there's three pubs there two or three pubs there they open in Belper at the bottom of the valley 20 pubs are but they open all of a sudden the Derbyshire police have started got a bit of a we've got a bit of a problem now guys so then Derby as a city's probably got I don't know 200 pubs they all open all of a sudden it's it's over and it's as simple as that and everyone goes back to normality or whatever kind of normality they want it's just,
0: just having a bit of courage I still think we need to change the way from the old system to a new way of being but we could take control over it more I mean they, they own the currency and the whole capitalistic society you know the, the old fiat currency and an interest on in money that doesn't exist keeping you know currency money is, is used as a tool for scarcity to keep us under control we could yeah. use a, a different economical structure where we could just provide the food and basic food, grow the trees everywhere with the food for free, housing for everyone, and then let people express themselves, provide the basics for everyone. And then you can see an explosion in human creativity and, you know, exploration and different things once there's because a lot of people just working eight hours a day, five days a week just to meet their basic needs, which the government could be set up to do. Once that's done, then, you know, the, the people in control, why do they want this level of control? Is it like they're demons or reptiles? I know your dad talks about this stuff. What do you think about, um, basically, they want to keep us in fear? It's like an energy source for them? Are they parasite nature and they just need to control people? What's going on? Why Why is it happening?
1: I, I, th- I, I don't think it's human because I don't think there's any humanity. Left right, left, right, and center, you look around at the actions of these people. There's no
0: humanity in them. Certainly um, you not know, when I look at Chris that I, I got a shiver, you know. He's a Just demon.
1: He's a demon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, and like they say, the eyes are the window to the soul. Man, that's yeah. a black hole. That's two black holes and you look at yeah, that. that
0: guy, a, yeah.
1: You know, and, and so, yeah, I think you can go down that, that level uh, where, you know, we, we, are, we have been taken over, we have been hijacked. Everything about humanity yeah. has been hijacked. Um, and not for not for for good ends. They 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 want complete control and servitude. Um, when and you go by back
0: in, us into the Borg, do you think? Say that again, sorry. Do you think that's by assimilate assimilating us into the Borg? This is what your dad's talking about recently. Just the AI agenda. Do you go along with that? The transhumanist.
1: To well, yeah, I think I think
0: I think you, we are just now.
1: You do away with free thought at that point. It's gone. There's, yeah. you know, if once you're connected to the cloud, which people will laugh at as a conspiracy theory, but they're saying 2030, that's nine yeah. years away. Like, that's not a long time. Yeah. Um, you know, once you're create, connected to the cloud, then what they say is, oh, it's gonna be great because you're gonna be superhuman because you can access all this stuff. And it's like, well, yeah. y- you're selling it on the sense that it's a one-way street between the cloud and me. Yeah. That I can access that. But what that, what's, that was, was... What's, <laughs> coming, what's coming the other way, exactly. Yeah. And so you end up at a position where you won't have a single thought that wasn't put there.
0: Yeah. You know, Actually, and if you probably like what that's now it'll be literally a program. You'll be barely conscious at all. Yeah, Which, it's it, it's, it's, like, it's like that. It's it's like a, a, an episode of Black Mirror. Yeah.
1: You know, and it, it. I I don't think that this is being carried out by by humans. I don't think there's any anything human about it.
0: I think Uh, so as well, I think it's an anti-human agenda because there's no love, there's no joy, there's no compassion, there's no, you know, general things that we should hold in high regard and over the time we are getting these things eroded from us gradually but this is just like a big massive, you know, upstep in the level of intensity but I think we have our humanity and our integrity and our morals and these kind of things, values that we should be, you know, inspiring to be like And a leader shouldn't be somebody you vote for. A leader is somebody who demonstrates these qualities and who you want to become like through inspiration, you know? You don't see a mayor that being inspirational figures you want to follow. It's just you know the hierarchical structure in place. And humanity needs to grow up, basically, and become a rightful place in the universe, I think. We've always been a slave. But now it's time to kind of break that. I agree completely. And, and I think so, what, what makes
1: people human is not humans in my mind anyway is individuals. It's it's as the collective. So so how we function together, like that's humanity for me. And yeah. so all this whole thing is, is isolating everyone, it's putting everyone away in their boxes. You stay in your house, you stay in your house, stay home, save the NHS. Thought the NHS was supposed to save us. But all this sort of nonsense. Um, so that's an anti-human agenda. But then also, then you look at, say, like Bill Gates, who's another demon. So, so he's, he's spending all his wealth, making 20 times as much free vaccines, but he's spending his wealth creating technology to suck carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere when carbon dioxide is the gas of life, which is the reason we're alive. So you t- take away carbon dioxide, the plants die off, we die off, right? So not only is he taking carbon dioxide out of the air, which is taking away our food source, he's also fucking blocking out the sun Yes, mental (laughs) right which again provides a food source plus vitamin d for us it's like man it don't get any more anti-human than
0: that yeah we're fighting for humanity basically i know time is running out here i just said i'll get you on for an hour today but i'd like to get you back on if you're up for it but basically yes we are fighting for humanity people need to realize that this is like the end of humanity we are staring in the face or humanity as we know it you know, yeah.
1: Don't I don't think people realize just how how big this is, and I think because they don't want to. Again, come back to the no one wants to know their wife's having an affair. It's a bit like that, and also then it comes into that that self responsibility because if I accept this is happening, I've kind of got to do something about it because I've got yep. kids, and, yep. and 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 I've got to do something, and I don't want to do something because no one likes doing something. So yep. I'm just going to pretend this isn't happening and that you're a lizard freak, basically. <laughs> It's <laughs> the sort of attitude you know, and uh,
0: there's some okay. people now starting to say, and the sort of thing it looks like conspiracy theorists might be right. I think pennies are starting to drop out there because, yeah,
1: yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's one after the other, one after yeah. the other. You know, what uh, people were saying in March is happening, it's happened already. Uh, I right. saw the Gu- a Guardian piece where they were talking really matter-of-factly as well about the fact that um, China are now um, manipulating the weather to such a point that 25% of the weather in, in China is uh, artificial and they've been doing it for years as the Americans did and you're like hang on I thought right. chemtrails and geoengineering was a conspiracy theory yeah. now you're reporting it as it's totally oh yeah of course that happens it happens everywhere yeah what do you mean what do you mean you <laughs> know about it They're just I've been called all sorts for talking about that stuff over the years, like tinfoil hat.
0: Oh, it's yeah. so boring that stuff was isn't it? When you get the, the oh, gifts yeah. of the tinfoil hat or the fucking, just yeah. the standard answer you get is like yawn. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> but I saw someone had made a meme of someone with a with a tinfoil mask and it just said like, this is the new tinfoil hat. 100% uh, is. 100% it is. is.
0: How they can wear the mask and then accuse us of that. And actually there's a guy with Leak Project. He w- he actually makes his hat baseball caps kinda made of tinfoil protective to protect them from the five G. So it could be a legit thing if they turn the five G on. We do need to get a tinfoil hat. <laughs>
1: Why not? Why not? I'll get a full a full tinfoil suit. Why not? <laughs> so
0: it's
1: Twenty good. twenty one. Anything goes.
0: Uh, as you said the other day you're not surprised at what you see now you could see a flying cow go past the window, and you go oh aye
1: <laughs> basically yeah because because <laughs> at, at the start of this stuff like particularly when the mask mandate came in here and I'd like be out in the shops like, with my wife or whatever I would just be looking around at everyone
0: I'd just be like am I fucking drunk <laughs> or oh, is this
1: actually happening oh it's actually happening oh shit it's somebody smites
0: your drink with fucking tin acid or something <laughs> yeah
1: whereas now I've kind of got beyond that and it's like but, yeah anything is yeah, like I uh, yeah, if a cow flew past, I'd, I'd probably just be like, without a jersey, oh, that's a Friesian. <laughs> and i just carry on, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, continue carrying on, Gareth. You're doing a good job. I want to recommend Iconic to people that are out there. I was going to talk about your music and stuff like that. You're on Bandcamp. I was listening to some of your tracks the other night, so I'm quite impressed with that. We Thanks, can maybe mate. go into that in the future. Love but, to, yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming on the show, Gareth. And uh, you enjoy your weekend, mate. And you, mate, and I'll speak to you again. Thanks for having me. Okay, no problem. Hope you enjoyed that, folks. And uh, yeah, feel free to like and share the show. And go and follow Gareth on Twitter as well. I know you're quite active on there. i have still for, getting on Twitter. For now, yeah, until they delete Bye. me.
1: Which I'm sure it won't be long, but there you go.
0: Okay, well, thanks, Gareth. You can hang on two seconds, and I'll, and I'll close the show down. Thanks, folks. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye.